You're now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world. The Stay Woke Podcast. Right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson. And you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. I want to thank everybody for coming back and listening to another episode. We got two special guests today. We got Miss Jane returning. Uh, I'm still going to get that Luke Cage podcast out, guys. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's a lot of editing, bro. <laughs> and I got the comic expert, Ready. You know, thank you for having me again, like always. And so today's episode, we're going to be talking about, of course, you know, if Ready's here, some comic books. We're going to break down the comic book movies of 2016 and just, you know, give our opinions, possibly rank them and more. So, uh... Let's begin, and actually, I want to start. I want to start the first part out. Let's start backwards and start with Doctor Strange, since I've, that's the most uh, recent one that's still fresh in the brain. So, what y'all think about Doctor Strange? I love Doctor Strange. Um, I do you a, love him, or did you love the movie? A little bit of both. The actor himself was good. If if you want to talk about something I did not love, was and I have to say this with the press. Uh, preface it correctly is i did not love the whitewashing of one of the main main characters within it because the original old one chosen one whatever you want to call it was, has one. always ancient one has always been of tibetan tibetan yeah, i can't say that word right now but y'all know what i mean oh uh, i know what you're about we'll say like that and then now they whitewash them in their excuse was basically um we were going in a different direction same name same concept, same storyline, same background. So it wasn't. It same wasn't, geography. Same geography. You, it, it, everything was the same, but you just wanted to change the character. That was, I can honestly say, the only, and that's my true, that's my trueness, the only negative I have about the movie. But the movie itself, the storyline was very well put together. It had great action. The magic was dynamic. It was creative in the concept of it. It was a great tie to the Avengers. It was a great tie to the other movies. It was, it was one of my, it was. One of my favorite movies of this year. What about you? Uh, I love Doctor Strange. I'm a huge Benedict Cumberbatch fan. That's I saw I had my eye on the project from that angle. Um, and I, I'm it's like I'm really similar to you, Ready. Like I, it, I really fired on all c- cylinders. It was nice dialogue. The tone was really good. Like right. it was serious and it had some of that dark, dark humor. Nice, um, right? But I had the same the same political problem with it in that um, I really resented and was disappointed by the whitewashing. There's just no need for it. Like reading reading back some backstory on it and background on it, um, it seemed like they they really thought that it would be hard to sell or hard to cast to actually find uh, someone of Asian descent to play the ancient one. Um, they were considering a gender bend on it, which I like, but they didn't want to do an Asian gender bend on it. And I think that would have actually solved their problem. No, one of the main people that I would have loved personally for that role, but of course, I, I don't believe he's live no more. I don't know, back in the day, did you ever uh, miss Miyagi? Oh, I don't remember who that is. Um, From did you ever watch a credit game? Again. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. would have been his, who he was, was what I would have considered like the epitome of the concept of the ancient one. The ancient one looked frail. The ancient mm-hmm. one was, he looked like you could punch him in the face and he would die. But mm-hmm. the ancient one was powerful. He was this old guy that you could tell by his allure, he gave wisdom. Like in, in all the comic book movies, before, of course, this one, they always showed him as an old guy with a long beard that always randomly floated, always levitated. Mm-hmm. And they did that with 
Um, I don't know the actor's the actress's name because they did Tilda it. Swinton. Tilda Swinton. She. I, I. I will give this to her. I loved her as the ancient one. So I want to make sure that I'm not. Yeah, she did. I think she do. She played that role well. She played it mm-hmm. awesome. She did a great concept. She even. She even used the ancient concepts where she used the correct hand pulse when she sent the spirit out of him mm-hmm. when he first Tai-chi. was trying to explain to him the concept of magic. She broke the universe when she went through one dimension to the next one where everything shattered, which was beautiful. She mm-hmm. did a great concept of who she was, but it was still the concept of the, the thing that made me sad. The only negative I have about the movie is they didn't have to change that one character. And they, they can't say they were reimagining mm-hmm. because they only changed, they only they only changed one character in the whole entire movie. Now, because this is... The, and I'll only play, race. I'll, 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 play, I'll play devil's advocate. Sure. Because when I watched the movie, yeah. I didn't even know. Because, I, I mean, I know Doctor Strange, but I don't... Like, I know his powers. I know the backstory. But I didn't know the accessory characters around that backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a full team. So, her... I mean, I knew of the character, in essence, but I didn't know... I didn't. I never seen any images of it. So I had no preconceived notions about it. Okay. I just knew that it was a master role that taught him what he needed to know. Yeah, and that's all I took it as. Yeah, right? just that's it. Gender, race, class, anything <sighs> out of it. That was fine. So when I saw the movie, that didn't come to my mind. And, and that's so the non people that really been. And so I I agree, agree that if you can't stick to the original, but let's say. The reason why they didn't is because they couldn't find anybody that mastered the role as well as she did mm. during casting. And I'm not, saying, but I, I'll go. I'll go with that for for, for now because I, I get you. Because saying. and like like I said before, she, she now do I believe that they could have if they searched harder? Possibly, yes. She massively pulled but off the role. That's what I'm saying because I she did such a well job. Now if she didn't do a good job, I give you. Then I could have been like, so you're telling me you couldn't find somebody to do a better job because she didn't do one well. Mm-hmm. Although although. All the way up to because the point where she turned over being Social Supreme, which the concept is beautiful. The always turning over Social Supreme, you get you get the uh, the Amelia Agamotto, and you know now I I do like and I want I want to bring this up. I do this is the part I love the most of the connection to the other Marvel movies as well as to Infinity Wars, which should be coming out you know pretty soon. Is that the um, Amulet itself instead of you know going back to what the comic which was it was its own magical item. It has one of the gems. You know what I'm saying one of the gems. That uh, uh, Thanatos will be coming for pretty soon, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, the time gem, and they showcase that. And I, I really want to show, like, talk about the CGI of this because yeah. this movie, this CGI was magnificent. It, Good it, work, it, it was magnificent. I, I, I'll say that it was it was very well done, but I don't. And it's gonna sound like I'm hating, <laughs> but I, wait before before we go to the CGI real quick. I just want to touch on 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 about that character and about the, the switching ancient one? and the ancient one is at what point do you sacrifice sticking to the original content versus the performance? Because that's that's the quandary that you get in in the in the in the scenario that I I presented. Now again, like I said, there are there are times when you say. Yeah, the person you picked was horrible an actor. You only got it because of the name. The performance was horrible. You should have found somebody with the gender. And if they did a horrible performance, at least it's closer to the character than just picking the name. So, at what what is the point you draw that line? I'm gonna let her go first. because if we're gonna if we're gonna because my thing is if we're gonna mine. if we're gonna put them on the hook for that, we gotta at least yeah. 
So where where I land where I land with a question like that is I I don't I don't put this I don't put this on Tilda Swinton the actress. This was not this was not her. no attack it's, on you. It's her job. You know, it was it was a job offered to her. My my thing is with the the producers. Like if you if you want to if you want to reimagine a character, um, you can certainly do so. That's part of that's part of your access to the art. But if you're gonna leave if you're gonna leave the story into bed if you're going to keep all the trappings of the story that suggests that this should be and naturally would be a character of color no matter what eth- like you have to match she the knows. situation if they wanted it to be uh an a, an older white lady that's cool but that means that their seat of power um should maybe have been in scotland like where tilda is from um which also has like an like, do a druid thing like to, there are other ways to have a connection or to show that the the culture spread it that match with who they chose and, to cast and when they, 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 they made they, it perfectly where yeah. they could have made that connection where like i, I, I love where they show the door concept where mm-hmm. like, any door could be any location yes. at any time and, and hers is an everest and why is it right an everest there. and so that and that's why i wanted to ask the question because yeah now that now they have no excuse they, exactly so they said they you know what they, I'm they they and which is why we can call this a whitewashing problem. Like the way they wrote it, what what we're expecting. Like they didn't they didn't change this from the comics. The comics have it as a, a, a you know a Tibetan character. It's an Asian descent character, and they they brought that in from the comic, which is great. But that means when they cast a white person, they're they're taking an opportunity away from an actor of color. Um, and Tilda's a huge name, so that's part of it. Like the part of it is the is the economies and economics of how films are cast and who's a draw and what they're worth and the entire thing. Like in the in the U.S. is probably is probably an unknown Asian descent actor, quote unquote, worth as much as a famous white one like Tilda Swinton. But can I say something real quick? Sure. One quick. So the, the reason why I have to be like they could have still found somebody with no name is yeah. When when y'all would know this better than me, the character that's Harry Potter. What is his name? The actor? Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Before Harry Potter, <laughs> he was nobody. Correct. He was a regular person on the street. But, Let me finish. Let me finish. Hold on. So if, if they really said that they didn't have an Asian actor, they could have used, because they already had the big name of Doctor Strange and multiple other people. They could have used a no-name actor. No, no, no. You. Now, I'm going to have to give them an out on this one, because with the Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter was a book at that time. So they didn't have a deadline on when they had anticipated for that movie to be out. They can do the casting until they found somebody. Doctor Strange already had a timeline. We knew the timeline for Doctor Strange before they started okay. filming, bro. But uh-huh. it, okay, I agree. So, so, I, so I'm saying I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, again, so I'm had not, to find somebody by a deadline. Th- so, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that yes, I do agree that they could have found somebody if they search hard enough because they have the money to do it. One, yeah. but bringing up the analogy between that and Harry Potter, I don't think it's fair because, again, Harry Potter had an indefinite timeline. Okay, Adapt, okay. but, but, but I, I do want to take you Strange back. Yes, had a finite... We know Doctor Strange may have had a finite, but they knew they were doing this movie a long time ago. They knew they were doing this movie Basically, the first movie that they did in Marvel that connected to this universe. No, and that's they where did. you know. No, they had the rights to the movie, but having the they have rights to millions but of see, movies no, no, that no, they no, don't okay. green. So the reason I said that is, uh, hold on, hold on, is because Marvel had seven years ago now had a ten year plan. They, they and they released a ten year and, and in that ten year plan, Doctor Strange was in that ten year plan. So I'm saying with that. Doctor Strange just came out. It's seven years within that. No, I agree that they had seven years to find somebody potentially. No, 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 no. The ten year plan. This is how that. This is how they rolled out that ten year plan. They said the ten year plan. We got these first five movies in the ten year plan. 
based on the success of these first five movies, Let's determines what what's going to happen for that next five year plan. So we're not even I'm we're not going to start looking for because, bro, that's money. But well, okay. they're not spending money until they know it's guaranteed. Okay, I, I'm still agreeing with you, but I'm saying they still had. The, the excuse is saying that you didn't have enough time. No, I'm not saying they didn't have enough. No, I'm not saying they didn't have enough time. I'm just saying okay. I'm just counteracting your point. The comparison okay. to Harry Potter yeah. is not okay. fair. Yeah, because Harry Potter could have been in debt. I, I get that part. That's that's all that I'm saying. I, now, yes, they. I believe they yeah. they kind of had enough time if they and they had enough money. It's not like this is a low they budget film money. where you got to where you just got to find. Hey, they can afford for one to fail at this point. That's what I'm saying. They really can. But they. I don't think. I think at this point, with the success that they've they've accumulated, as well as with the integration, because mm-hmm. the one thing I'll say, Marvel, that I believe is different from DC, is Marvel has integrated in all their movies this year, in prior years, a great integration of all their characters. Where yeah. when you randomly see a different character from that universe appear in a movie, you, you may be surprised in the concept of like I didn't think they would be in this movie, but you're not surprised at the connection. Right. But when it comes to DC, when you see Anybody else that's not a main person, or if they lose to you know the the, the little um what they call it um, Easter eggs, you know all that kind of <laughs> stuff, you're kind of like oh my god, I'm super surprised because DC doesn't have the best universe mm-hmm. when it comes to connecting everything in the movies. I'm I'm not talking about the comic books or the cartoons, but in the movies they don't have the best connection. But Marvel has been since movie one almost. It's all been moving together. It's yeah. All been moving in a certain direction yeah. to make everything link, mm-hmm. which is why they're. Civil War, mm-hmm. you know that that concept. Yep. I was gonna say we need to start bringing in other Justice movies. League, mm. um, the Civil War in, in the the Marvel based movies had great connection. They brought characters in. It didn't feel mm-hmm. rushed. It didn't feel. It didn't feel. Um, yeah. It didn't feel like it wasn't right. But when you saw DC, like one of the biggest things I had, I, I said even when we did the review for the Batman vs Superman, is the Wonder Woman felt rushed. It felt like mm. it wasn't a good integration into the movie. Mm. But when we did, when we got Black Panther in Civil War, it was it was that perfect moment mm. where where they would added him in at the perfect time to yes. make everything go together. Let me just pull one quick PS on Doctor Strange, and then we can totally move on. Um, just to make one more point about the the politics of the whitewashing, is I when I was reading the background, the director and um, his name escapes me at the moment, but the director was really nervous about leaving the character of Asian descent because he was not sure how to avoid certain tropes and like sort of stereotypes mm. of Asian characters like like the um you know the the old ma- the old master old with the with the mustache and everything and they're like oh if I gender bent it would kind I of, would I still ha- would I have either a dragon lady or would yeah. I have like a geisha girl or similar like what they did what some people said in the original Doctor Strange comics of how mm-hmm. they illustrated them as yes the illustrations right were a little worrisome I think for and some so of the art direction I can see that yeah so like and it, I just think it's I think it's sort of painfully ironic that because they were worried about sort of projecting racist stereotypes into their story the they exactly they over they overcorrected and they 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 rob they 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 stole they stole an opportunity for an actor of color to kill it and gave it to unfortunately like a brilliant white actress but someone like we didn't need a white person to tell that. Particular story, and it said it was talking about you know Asian people in the movie. And mm-hmm. The first part of the meme was like, when it comes to Asian and cool things, mm-hmm. we can show that. But when it comes to Asian and all material stereotyping, they were showing like the buck tooth, you know, yeah, yeah, super yeah. hat with a hat. Yeah, you mm-hmm. want to hide this, but then in in reality, you usually end up doing the reverse because you always make the cool Asian 
not a real Asian. You make the cool Asian a white person, and then yes. when it comes to the buck tooth or the uh, uneducated or it's really negative stereotypical Asian, you always get that role as an Asian. Yes. And it's, yes. it's the same thing when we go to a lot of other cultures. You always get the spicy um, Mexican or Latino. You always get the gangster Latinos, or you get the gangster thug black guys. But then when it comes to actually those roles, we find a way to either lighten somebody's skin or yeah. darken someone's skin to be that role. And that's a major fallacy when it comes to Hollywood. It is. Because you do have actors in each of those ethnicities that we've seen. He's um, sorry. Um, we got, you know, Denzel Washington. We got these major actors that can play multi-roles. Yes. Terrence Howard for other, you know, light-skinned black people. You know yes. We, we have these people that can do it. We have Jackie Chan. I can name all kinds Donnie of Yen. Huh? Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. You got the Who's in, um, yes, in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a... From all the, all the movies. So you have these actors that can play these diverse roles, but we decide not to use them because we say, hey. We're worried they're not bankable, which is just a crime against their art. Yes. Leo DiCaprio. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They have him playing that movie. What that's coming out next year? The guy, the Asian guy that helped build the wall. No, nope. you're talking about Matt Damon. That's Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. I, I still got a problem with that too. But you, yeah, you have yeah. we getting we we digressing. But yeah, let's, so, let's get back, back to what it is. Let's get they back. They could have got some really good. Even if they saying that it was a problem with stereotypical roles when it comes to Asian, they could have they could have fixed stereotypical roles that. That's a time that shows Asian culture, mm-hmm. even though it was in mm-hmm. an Asian place with Asian belief and Asian concept. The, the concept of how they even use magic. Let's move on from that because we've been we've been on it minutes, and okay. that's one movie out of 2016. And it's gorgeous, and go watch it. It's a great movie. We can expand on that, but let's let's. It's like Inception, only good. Yeah, and, and that's it. and that's what I wanted, that's okay. what I wanted to touch on on the, <laughs> on the graphics because like you're saying that they were so superb, but they were good and they were great. But it I I felt like I was watching Inception. Mm-hmm. So like I mean that's what I'm saying. Like the step up, like again, it fit the movie. The movie was great. It just like if I never saw Inception and then I saw that, I'd be like, wow, this is shit is amazing. But anyways, I think that's fair. Right? I think that's fair. Critique. Let's go to Suicide Squad. Okay, that one I got. I gotta keep my mouth shut on that one because I missed it. We won't spend that much time on it because I don't think it's worth spending that much Definitely time not. on it. I think um, Harley Quinn. Uh, oh my gosh, awesome. I'm trying awesome. to think of the actor's name. The actress name M- did a Margaret Roby. I I think that's um hey Google it somebody. But uh, <laughs> you know who she is. You know who she is. I think she did a really good job on that movie. Um, I enjoyed Jared Leto. I I enjoyed Jared Leto and as as the Joker. I thought he did a good job. Um, I wish that they highlighted him more. Uh, Will Smith is for is a hit and miss for me. Uh, I don't think he did a bad job in the movie, but I do think they could have found somebody that would have did it better. And and I, I I'm so glad you brought that up because one of the things I want to say is. Will Smith is a great actor. I've, I've said he's phenomenal in a lot of cases, but to be dead shot, to be a uncaring assassin that will kill your mother, your sister, your cousin, your auntie at a drop of a hat. When you see Will Smith, all I could think of was family man. All I could think of is his kids and his wife. He's not the guy that I would ever have picked to be the uncaring, um, no thought assassin you would ever want in a movie. And her name was um Margot Margot Robbie. Oh, see, I was right. Yeah, I just Holly probably Quinn. didn't pronounce it right, but and, um, so but 
with her, I, I loved her, and I would say, like you said, Jared Leto. They they both played their roles perfectly. Jared Leto, even though it wasn't completely confirmed, but it kind of was through different movies. The, if we go back to the connections of the universe, which again I do love, in this one capacity, DC did an okay job. It's a connection of technically we all know, even though it wasn't completely confirmed, that was a Red Hood, and it was a Red mm, Hood okay. Joker. They talked about that in the you know the, the mm. Superman versus Batman. The killing joke. I loved Jared Leto playing the Red Hood because he he fit the Red Hood's role as Joker. Well, you don't think so? for for I, no, I agree. But uh, just for audience' sake, they're gonna might listen to this and be like Red Hood. I saw okay, Suicide Squad so, and he wasn't the Red Hood. I'll make it real quick. So, I'll make yeah. it real quick. So uh, the Red Hood or the, the the this version of the Joker was actually a, the original Robin. The original Robin was killed by that Joker, which was, at this time would have been. Heath Ledger, and Heath Ledger would have killed this particular Robin, and then after he killed him, he was put in the Ladrus Pit, so if you go back into uh, Raw's Al Ghul, remember those stories? And Ra's Damien. Has a, Damien, and he had a Lazarus Pit that could bring anybody back to life. This version of Robin was put in that, and he, because of what it is, it drove him crazy. When he went crazy, he basically became Joker. The Joker, that particular Joker is the one that created Harley Quinn. And we saw that in the movie, which I love that with he was so smart. He convinced her. He didn't force her. He didn't make her. He convinced her to jump in the vat of acid to become Harley Quinn. I thought, like, all that was really done. I think that all was very well done. The issues I had was the the villain. Yep. Yep. I thought that wasn't well done. Um, it was kind of crappy. Yeah, that part. To to have such a strong team for this. It just, it, it just, it, that part wasn't the done. The storyline was really horrible to me. I'm going to be honest with you. Again, Harley Quinn's scene stuck out, the scene in the elevator. And then I yeah. just want to yeah. add this as well is she actually did that herself. And true, she didn't have a sun double. Yeah. She that didn't have a sun double. And about? she did that in heels. That is pretty impressive. That's, that, that's, fuck that. That's badass. Uh, so <laughs> I enjoyed that. But overall, that's low. The movie to me was meh. on my list. Like, 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 like I said. The uh, once again at this age of time we are, the graphics should always be good. If the graphics ain't good in the movie, that means it had to be low budget. So yeah, the graphics were again awesome, but the tying of the characters, the storyline, the concepts, or even what the original Suicide Squad was, it didn't really fit into the DC universe. It. That's why Marvel wins again. It lacked. It really lacked. When, if you want to compare, like like uh, D. Ray said, Civil War was the same concept of bringing the, you know the whole concept of Avengers together compared to the new Justice League and their concept bringing together. It's crappy. Uh, Suicide um, Squad. D. Ray, we had a complete Yeah, a, let's just go to because I was about to say that I was just gonna say we need to go to Civil War before we go to Civil War you know which I will say I believe was one of the best movies in the best comic book movies of the year but Suicide Squad last year 2016 we in 2017 yeah, I apologize about that it is 2017 Happy New Year everybody I had talked to my brother about Suicide Squad literally like maybe a year and a half ago from today Suicide Squad had trailers had the, the amp had the hype, had everything that you would believe, like, this is going to be the best DC movie yeah. of the year. Sickening, right? It was supposed to be sickening. It was supposed to be like, yes, yes. But then when you watched it, I didn't, even non-DC fans or people that weren't really into comic books were like, this is not the best movie. And, mm-hmm. like, that's when I really realized that the movie was crappy because 
as a, as a fan of comic books, yes, I'm, I'm usually biased because it's, I have a certain point of view, certain background that no one else may have. But people that didn't even know about that kind of stuff and watched it, told me it was crappy, it showed it didn't appeal to nobody. The fans or the new and upcoming potential fans. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I moved on from Suicide Squad, so <laughs> I'm already detached from it. From this <laughs> I'm good. But uh, let's let's move into, let's just go to Civil War, man. Let's just, actually, no, 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 no. Because that's going to be a longer one. Let's go into Deadpool and Batman versus Superman. I'm going to go into... I'll start with Deadpool mm-hmm. for... Yeah. I thought Deadpool was a very, very good movie. I thought it was very well done. One of my favorite movies too as well. And I... But I wouldn't put it on my top of the list. We're going to get into rankings a little bit later. But just at this point, I would say... The reason why I lacked for me is just it stuck to the comic book very closely. It was R-rated. It was yeah, overly it was. done. It was <laughs> everything over the top, but that's what you expect from Deadpool. And so that's what I'm not disappointed with. The thing that I was disappointed with in is the villain. That's I'm I'm that's the running theme for me is the the villain is like Deadpool. You, you need a good one. Yeah, like in De- a can I ask what disappointed you about the villain? Because, I mean, he probably wasn't the best and the most powerful villain, but he did tie together who Deadpool was. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. See, to me, he should have been an accessory villain. Like, to me, he's like a tier two villain. He's like a tier two villain. And he was presented as a super villain. Like, the, the main... Okay, I hear like what you're if, saying. Like, the equivalent of, of, of him... His role to me would be Magneto's the villain. He's Magneto's henchman. Mm. And so, but they portrayed him as Magneto. Like, he wasn't that dude. So, no, not a Mystique. Like, Mystique's still up on that level. Like, yeah, I'm talking I... about like a frog from, or Toad, rather. Like, that's because... Yeah, like he was an antagonist, but was he a villain? Exactly. Like, like yeah. yeah, he, yeah, he. Did yeah. he bring all the drama and all the things that you want from a exactly, villain? Because he I wasn't even running saying. the. He wasn't even running the facility. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you you did all of that work. He was a henchman. You did mm-hmm. all of that work for a henchman, like a whole movie to kill a henchman. So that's to me, like, I needed, I needed a real villain, and they could have kept him alive too if you wanted to so you can have him in recurring but can i ask you a question you said since since you gave him a henchman role not a villain not a not a super villain a henchman role isn't a henchman role to die so wouldn't that kind of No i'm not crazy? saying him to die oh. the villain that they replaced for him like okay. cuz that's that's the other thing that i had that i mentioned before in like guardians of the galaxy and certain of the 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 comic book movies especially with marvel is the fact that they keep on killing the the villains, and I, that pisses me off. Because like, much. and when I watched the cartoons, when I read the comics, you had a villain that you grew with, that you many battles, that, yeah, that you had many, many, many battles, battles with, that you that you you grew to hate. You know what I'm saying? You, you grew to out, hate. Like, oh my gosh, he, he, I, he needs again, he needs yeah again. he needs to get captured. He needs to get killed. Whatever it is, but you grew to to find these emotions with him, just like you grew to find the emotions with the heroes. That's, that's and interesting. so that that part is an issue. Like, but I do understand. They they need they want to feel 
it to be complete at some degree. But can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. So, D-Ray, we, we've had a conversation about this kind of concept before about killing villains too soon. And you told me something a long time ago that I kind of took the heart dive. I've been using that for the new movies of realistic concepts. And you said something a long time ago along the lines of, it's only realistic that that villain would have to die in this movie. And when we look at some of the new movies, they've been trying to go around the concept of what, not the comic book concept, because, you know, comic book mm. concept, they kill 70 million people and then still go to jail. But they're trying to go with the concept of today, which was if you I get, this, they kill you. I get what you're coming from. Okay. I like the concept. I like what they're doing like in Civil War. I like that to some degree in Batman versus Superman. I like how they're having real world um, effects. But you can still have a villain like like Thanos. He's strong enough that you can go into a battle. You can lose slash win. Like, take Guardians of the Galaxy. I know this is not a 2016 movie, just for example purposes. (laughs) Um, I can't think of the guy's name. The one that had the hammer. I can't think of his name right now. Whoever out there, I know you're yelling on your at your phones, your device is saying, but that guy, they had the ability to stop him and not kill him at that mm-hmm. last scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where or disable or the, force him yeah, to retreat. Yeah. Yeah. And so so I'm saying there's opportunities like that in the movies where they can it's still complete and it still makes sense and it still fits into a real world situation. Then but you know, where you can still not have that guy die. And I'm not saying do that for every villain, but there should be one or two main villains that at least carry on to the next movie. And they yeah, can get killed in the following movie. The you know what I'm saying? They can yeah. get killed in the next movie and have that carry on and but another wait, wait, villain revenge, if, whatever. If, if you want to use Guardians of the Galaxy, one, the main true villain behind everything is Thanos. Is Thanos. I know. So, so that's, I'm not saying that okay. in that case that that was an issue, but. I'm saying that was an opportunity where they could have kept somebody alive that they did kill. I'm just I, saying I, I, there's I, I, been, oh, there's been so, opportunities in other movies where they've done that. To, to contrast with your opinion, though, um, D-Ray, which I totally do, like, I totally, totally do get, um, I, he, the, that, that story still worked for me because of the way Drax they set the Destroyer. it up. <laughs> the name, I'm sorry that, yes. that was, you no, know, it's okay. a the high guy. drunk moment, whatever. Drax <laughs> the Destroyer is the name of the villain. Thank you. We were missing it. Um, yeah, no, but for Deadpool and the way that story worked, um, like because I didn't, I don't know the story of Deadpool, so I was going in naive, not knowing how how it it all worked out. Um, and we we meet him; he's hilarious. That we're we're into hella his funny. story. The tone is hella funny, although very dark, mm. super dark. Don't bring it. your kids. Um, they, but then it, the story kind of takes a turn. Like the tone of it goes way, way dark. Yeah. When we find out everything that was going on with him, but the story is so dark, like it's so depraved, that it's so cruel what happens to him that even though the guy that is the antagonist is like he's not a supervillain, he's he's a dude with a horrible attitude for whatever reason and a vendetta against Deadpool. Um, because of what happened in their conflict, like I, I believe that I believed in Deadpool's de- like desire for revenge, like one hundred percent. And that's my—I don't have an issue with that. But mm. to me, put it this way: let's say if I was writing this, if I was writing this movie, and mm-hmm. they said they showed me the movie and they said, "How would you fix this?" Mm-hmm. I'd have said, "Have everything go the way it did. Cut some things out to make it shorter little, for him to get to, for him to for have him for him to kill him faster." Mm-hmm. 
so that they can introduce a main boss that they can have carried into the second movie. I see. So you, you know would yeah, maybe it would have been like a well, first like act or second act. Death. Death. Exactly. Okay. Out they, or yeah, like major, like major something role. something towards pace it out different. Pace it out just a tad bit different to kill him a little bit quicker to get to that final scene, him with the girl, and then something happens to introduce the main villain that was pulling the strings from the beginning. To make it, and and then that also kind of ties it in better as a Marvel property than it was tied in. But yeah. I actually kind of liked that standalone quality for it. But one other one other quick comment about about Deadpool. Um, actually, no, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I had to say was mm. kind of you know, I do like that. They, I guess they got some permission from Fox, but it was of course they would not have mm. any permission from Fox to get anything mutant related into a movie since Marvel doesn't own that no more. But I do love that they had Colossus because Colossus is one of my favorite X Men. Yes. The, the the thing I will say is, why would you use? I'm probably gonna get his name so wrong. Super awesome team, negative, whatever, whatever the other chick's name was. That super long name because they could have used even lesser known X Men, mm. cheaper. That would have been still known by most of the masses. Like that particular character is only known by people that actually have seen a lot of the comic books. Because that character is actually in the comic books, which most people don't realize. That wasn't just made up for the movie. It, it's an actual character in the their universe. That's but a nice detail. And yeah, you don't need it to enjoy, but it's nice that it's there for, for fans. Right. Marvel's so always talking fans. to their fans. They're but always operating on two levels. Like, like Even like an Emma Frost or some random no-name person that most non-fans don't know or kind of heard of, I think would have been a more significant role. Because you use this random, you and I get, because, and I love how, you know, Deadpool did say, we couldn't afford more than one major character. Colossus <laughs> never went out of metal mode because they couldn't afford a real actor that could do that. But I appreciated that joke, too. I did, too. <laughs> I, I love the fifth wall break that, that kept mm-hmm. consistent mm-hmm. With, with Deadpool. who he was. But they, they, they had a lot of... Uh, one oh, of Ryan Reynolds, movies. outstanding, dude. He made up for, he that he made, made up, up for Green Lantern. And, and the um, other Deadpool, yeah, they did the X Men, the uh, freaking um, per- um, Last Stand, yeah, that whatever, yeah, um, no, whatever I know. that crappy X Men movie was, it wasn't even good. That's how bad it was. That's I sad. can't remember what the name of it. Was. Even it was though I'm not gonna lie, though that fight scene though was pretty dope though with him yeah, and Cybertooth. It didn't make sense, but it, it was pretty dope though. Yeah. Oh, I remembered. Sorry, real quick, um, for Deadpool, I loved this Spider Man so hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, cause I don't really like, I don't like Spider-Man as like, he's tortured teen angsty. No, I like him as an ultra nerd. I don't, ultra to, I don't nerd. need to bring this back to this, but again, the Civil War. Did you like the <laughs> nerdiness in who Peter Parker was in Civil War? Yes. Oh, I have it confused. I'm sorry. I was putting Spider-Man. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, yeah I was like, War. I was my like, bad. He's in Civil War. It's because we want to talk about it so bad, D-Ray. So, Let it out I the know. cage. The best movie of the <laughs> we year. We saving it for last because <laughs> I have I a feeling you. we're going to go through possibly these two movies because there's there's only three movies left on this list okay. of the okay. important 2016 movies. Yes, and well, my Civil respect War. for Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is on the rise. Yes, yeah, it is. He did so it, good. I was about to that. His favorite toy was a, was a crappy Deadpool from the other movie. You yeah. Pick it up. Like, and, and throughout <laughs> the movie, they made references to all the crappy Marvel DC mm. um, superhero movies that Ryan Reynolds was. Oh, and it, it all, De- yeah, Deadpool also crushes it for most gorgeous credit sequence. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, the visuals and the credits were 
That's amazing dope. and hilarious. They yes. were gorgeous so and seen, hilarious. You, I, I'm pretty sure because both of y'all in my generation, y'all seen Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Oh my yes. God, I'm going to have my and, 80s child and card revoked. But no. that they did that concept with Deadpool because yeah. that's Deadpool. That's, that's what Deadpool is. And, and I had to say, since we're still talking about Deadpool, I, I'm so loving, I'm hoping they really do keep this, the mm-hmm. concept of cable. Nope, hold that. Hold that. <laughs> so, so moving from so so far <laughs> we've talked Doctor Strange, Suicide Squad, Deadpool. We're gonna talk about Batman versus Superman. We don't have to spend too much time on it because we already do have a podcast on it. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. But if you did listen to it, that was not too positive a review, and I was the less. I was less hard on it as ready was. I will edit that out. And I wasn't as hard on that movie as ready was. But now that I've seen it more, my opinion has changed. My opinion, my opinion has changed. It's is more positive for the movie. Oh my God, guys ready space right now though. Less positive (laughs) on Ben Affleck. Cuz I in during the during the <laughs> that podcast It's complicated said, math over there. Yeah, it is. Theory. It's 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 addition by subtraction, okay? <laughs> what, what was more positive about the movie cuz I don't even care about Ben Affleck cuz that was crap. But what was Poor more Ben positive Affleck miscast in that shit? I just felt that the 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 story the main storyline, not the additional stuff with Wonder Woman, not all that other stuff. The main storyline of the angst between uh, Batman and Superman. Martha, Martha. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the concept, the idea of why Batman had issues with Superman. That I think that they, I I know it's not new, but I think that they explained it in a relatively decent manner, which I didn't think they did when I first reviewed it. I'm not saying I'm not saying it jumped leaped and bounds better than what I originally okay. said. I'm just saying that it it altered, it changed. I can say I liked, after multiple reviews. I'll give you that part. I like the concept of how they showed the dichotomy between Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. But to me, it would never make up for the dumbest scene in DC history where a motherfucker says a name, a name, and it changes your murderous intent. You the We've gone through an Bro. hour. Hold on, hold on. We've gone through an hour and a half of you wanting to kill a motherfucker, and then literally he says a name. I don't care. My, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you my mother's name. But if somebody I was about to murder says my mother's name right before I'm gonna murder him in most capacities, this is gonna make me want to murder them more. <laughs> but in this case, it stopped you to the point where now you weren't li- willing to listen to nothing. You, you're like, I'm, I don't care what you have to say. I'm gonna destroy you. But now, because you said his name, I'm going to stop my murderous intent, I'm going to change my way, and I'm on your team. Stupid as hell. I disagree wholeheartedly. Oh, we got some drama. Because you have to, you have to, you have to set it from this perspective. Or, or I'm asking you to think of it from this perspective. He's a man that prides himself on pride, one. That's Batman. He's very prideful, and he hasn't heard that name 
since his mother died when what how old was he at that point maybe 10 he's a kid yeah he's a kid, but okay so so but so, so, so hold on so hold on yeah, but but ready you know names have effects especially something that holds he his whole life his whole life is based on those two names his mother and his father everything right. he's done since he's been 10 years old yeah is is yes. yes, but I'm saying that's my point. Is every so every single day, everything you do is based off the death of two people. Yes. Nobody said that name to you since that time, and like I said, everything you do is based on those two people. If somebody says that name in the in the in the ma- says that same name that you haven't heard, it's let's say thirty years. It it give you pause. and that's my point. Is, least, it it would give you a pause, you but I, I you're I, saying I, the change of allegiance no, is no, messed no, up. That, now, that's sense. what I'm saying. I agree with you on that, okay. but I do agree that you would pause, it, especially in that situation. Okay. That is the last thing you expect to hear. Sure, I'll, I'll say hesitate. I may hesitate in murdering you if I think you are the <laughs> ultimate threat to humanity. I may hesitate. I may pause. I may take a second thought. But just because you said that, but that the, the idea asking about explanation. But that idea, the idea of Batman, of Batman saying that the fact that Superman is just one percent of a threat is worth taking him down is flawed logic in the beginning. Yes, that it's just flawed logic because yes. there's a one percent chance that the world's going to end with multiple things. That means you, that their, means what are you going to do? You going to move the planet because the sun's going to? There's a chance that the sun's going to go out tomorrow. They like, actually did that. Time, by the way, but, yeah. but not Batman. Of course. But that's my point is like yeah. he's he's supposed to be the most logical person. And the, the and it, with that in history. Yeah, with that logic, stupid that doesn't make sense. So that's that's where I do have and, some flaws. And then we have talked about I believe in the podcast there was a point there's two points that almost didn't make no sense and we talked about it was was one um we 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 really thought it was somebody else like Flash coming back in time talking mm. to them which made almost no sense if you weren't even if you didn't watch Flash Paradox, if you didn't mm. watch the Flash the, the TV show, if you didn't know about Flash, nothing about that made sense to you. One. Um, and then the other one, there was another moment where, of course, you know, Superman uses a spear that, of course, kills him. He, he goes stabbed. Spoilers, but the movie's been out for long no, enough. No, we already talked about that in the podcast. But there was I so many other people there. that could have did that same exact mission. Spoilers for everything, Superman. y'all. Both, both, the reason why I, I don't like Superman is because it had... It's like Lemony Snickets. It's a series of unfortunate events that don't make no damn sense. <laughs> Slam DC, damn. Okay. And Ooh. only DC does that. Marvel always. We we we've talked about it multiple times with their movies. They're they even they're tied together movies because like Doctor Strange is not technically a tied together movie. Captain America itself is an individual movie. You know, Batman is an individual movie. Superman is an individual movie. They didn't tie those together good at all in those particular universes. And then when they made the Justice League as a tie-in, it it had like it almost felt like a group of sixth graders trying to get a soccer soccer team together when no one wants to have the sucky people on their team. So they try to put them to the side. So when you finally have to pick them, you just rush them in. I want Superman. I want Batman. And then you realize that you picked the stupidest people for your team. And that's how the story I dis- was to me. I disagree with that. But but see, I, I think I think it does illustrate that um, Marvel approaches it that any any character in the entire Marvel universe it's is important. ripe for their own projects, yeah. so they they don't disregard any option. But D, DC like they frantically focus on one thing and leave the on others the, out, and, the they, and then they swing they're really back one to two to three characters, right? Yeah, and they just they don't like like one. 
in what world is Wonder Woman a throwaway? Like she is Real rife crazy. for development. You can she do anything with her. Female character in the universe. Yeah, so they're like they're they're kind of they're DC's they they're kind of shitting on their fans and they're kind of shitting on potential new fans by not holding that story out wide to pick up as much potential as not it could for Wonder even, Woman. Even in Wonder Woman, like that, that that was one of my other things I said in the review that I didn't like with. Wonder Woman in no in no capacity is ever a secondary character. When it right. comes to the women in that universe, I'm just I'm not even talking about the men. The women, she is an A character. She mm-hmm. has a developed as hell backstory. Mm-hmm. She has a developed Nazi powers concept, and to have her in as this originally as this sexy distraction, did was it really undersells? Yeah, undersells who she was. And then when they finally had her in the fighting scene, I give her the credit again to graphics. Mm-hmm. That her fighting style was great. It was great for who she was, but the story, how they implemented her, was retarded. Mm-hmm. I, feel like I think they did a good of, casting, though, over though. Yeah, I, I agree with that because they didn't go to a typical blonde what they normally do. They came with a. She's a supposed to be brunette, old yeah. school. She's supposed to be brunette, but yeah, yes, ma'am. yeah, yeah. And they, they 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 got Islander female, which was nice. know, mascara was an island, so you know you got to go with the concept of the island. Mm-hmm. Even better. Even better. They even tied her back to the old school. You know, she's been around forever because you know her original. Okay, I love the concept of Woman to Woman, but I don't believe they gave her enough story. If this was supposed to be the introduction, yeah. yeah either either put just, her in thoughtfully or freaking leave it for another project. Leave it out. And so, like with me, the, I felt like they would have done a better job if they would have did Wonder Woman the same way they did Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman. They gave them a small little part. This is. Other major. People. I think that was horrible. No, no. The only reason I said that because they didn't. They they felt that they didn't want to go directly in depth. Which of course I said in, in the interview, which was it was it wasn't good. But for their concept, if that was what they were going to do, introduce more people, I believe it would have been better to do that with Wonder Woman because how they did introduce Wonder Woman, you took so many so much away from who she really was, her power, her potential, her uniqueness, her not relying on men, like. You took that away from her. I'd rather you just said, "Hey, this is a picture of her." When when they had the old school and then no, what I'm saying is, I don't think they should have did either of those. Oh, I think they should have did again. This is you know beating a dead horse is the Marvel way. <laughs> is think about how they introduced in Iron Man. Think how they introduced uh, War Machine. Mm-hmm. War Machine was already or the, the the I can't think of the uh, the the. War Machine's real name. Don Cheeto. No, not not the actor. But oh, the, sorry. The, 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 actual, <laughs> the actual character. Yeah. The actual no, I can't think name. of him either. Because in the first one, it was Terrence Howard. It oh, was. that's true. That's oh. true. You're right. But that character right. was already introduced before he was even. It was he was in, the in he was in that world, and then we found out that he became, get, became War Machine. Yeah. You know what I'm they saying? They do that a lot in Marvel, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, so like the how they introduce the people into the world yeah. without because mm-hmm. they could have did that, and he was a pivotal role in that movie, even though he didn't have you know he didn't have no a lot of scenes mm-hmm. or many scenes. You know what I'm saying? But he had enough scenes where you knew who he was, you knew who his relationship to Tony was. So it was only natural that if Tony needed help, who's he going to rely on? Who's he going to pick? Best friend. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. there's ways that you can introduce characters. But Marvel as a whole always has a great way of introduction. They don't, they don't rush people. I mean, if we think of Civil War, even if we, even if we go before Civil War and we go to this conversation is happening whether you like it or no. not, see, right? X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> we got one more. Okay, okay. <laughs> About the same concept. I'm not going into 
movie. <laughs> Sorry. They, they already had characters for kind of what you were saying when we talked about Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch was already introduced before Civil War. Ant-Man was already introduced before Civil War. All, all of the major characters besides almost one were introduced before Civil they, War. Because Marvel, Marvel knows about teasing. They, they know they, how to yeah. do a tease. They, they know how to give you like, hey, this dude will have a potential major role, but you just don't know it yet. Because like sure I said, they're always talking to their fans on one level. Yeah, they make sure every single movie, there's not, there's not a movie that doesn't stand alone in the universe. DC mm-hmm. has Same thing. This movie has nothing to do with the universe, and then they try to later incorporate it, which we see as a fallacy. This year alone, if we just take 2016 with Batman vs. Superman or any of the other DC movies. There was no DC movies besides Batman vs. Superman. No. And, and uh, Suicide Squad. Squad. Nah, I don't get that. It's DC yeah, though. It's DC. Just to be DC. fair, it is DC. Anybody new in a great way? They rushed it. They they, they didn't get flush out backgrounds. You didn't really know who they was. If we go back to Suicide Squad, nobody knew who the crocodile was. You just see this weird looking crocodile doing it. But he has a major role in the DC universe. You don't really know who Deadshot was, but Deadshot is a major role. They didn't even introduce who really Harley Quinn was. They just gave a small connection. Because I disagree with that. They introduced Harley Quinn the best out of all those characters. Yes, no, no. 100%. I agree with that. But compared to who the major concept of who Harley Quinn is in the evil world, she has so much of a major... In, in what we, major role? She she is she's an accessory to Joker. She's not. She the, she no. is until until after. Oh, it depends on who's telling the story. I, I I, or slash you. when you're looking I at really the story. Do. I'm sorry. Because Harley Quinn... She's one of the first evil female characters before this TV show, before this movie, had her own individual comic. Yeah. No other female had that before her. But, okay, but mm. how did she, how did she get on that path? Of course, Joe. That's my point is, so she is, she, okay. she, she's an accessory character that develops into, just like Robin in the, you okay. can't. Okay, okay, Robin, okay, okay, that's fine. Or Robin they, is an accessory even, character that even, becomes a main character when he becomes Nightwing or when he really good branches that on his own. Joker. Everybody knew that wasn't the same Joker. You introduced a, a whole different look. Even a whole di- he had the tattoos of of who a Red Hood, Robin, all of them would be. But you didn't give him a good storyline to introduce a good Harley. They had so much potential, really, within that same time frame where they could have cut a lot of bull crap out yeah. and make each one of those main characters fleshed out like mm. they do. Because there's the not world. there's not a there's not a good puppet master over at DC the now way there is at Marvel no, watching is, the whole thing. The this whole is, big this picture. Is, this is what I say. This is no what I say in regard to that. Yes, is, yes, no Stanley. This is what I say in regard to that. I hear what you're saying. I agree, but I disagree. I agree. <laughs> I agree that beautiful with, feeling. I agree in the manner that yes they could have did a better job, but always that that would have called for planning like like we said ahead. from Marvel ahead at this point let's say starting from this year because mm. that's where they were mm-hmm. and they they at that point they already stated we're introducing these characters <laughs> they said do your x-men thing do your X-Men. they said that they said that they're going to introduce these characters yeah. at that point i think they did a Decent job of introducing those characters and highlighted Harley Quinn the best that they could in that story. The story wasn't, it's not about, the story wasn't ever supposed to be about Joker because he's supposed to be getting his own standalone. Yeah, but but I'm going off of what they, this is how they were going into the planning. True. He's supposed to get his own standalone, so we're only going to throw enough of him in here so that you understand they have some sort of relationship. We'll get into more detail of what that relationship is in another movie. 
That's a Hopefully. bad take. Hopefully. That's it's a just, bad idea of what they they shouldn't have did it that way. Settle though, like you can tell they're making it up as they go along, which is but awkward. That's, but that's Unlike Marvel, where you know they're Marvel, planning the shit out of have, it. But at this point, but at this point, what do you do if you're them? At you this start point, today. If, if if I was a if yeah, I was exactly. A start treating director, it like the property that it is. Director, the author, whatever, the person that's supposed to tie the universe. I would do a Stanley. I would sit right here and see what each movie that DC has put out. And what stuff that's been said because each of them semi had some kind of Easter egg for other movies because mm-hmm. yeah, and I'd be commissioning. So I would do that and I would tie it all together in my next movie because I would actually do a Justice League movie. We're tying every movie because they released. They already are doing a Justice League movie. Yes, but we if we know if we. But know, you know, it's all weird and awkward. It's not but it's that's weird. my point is because they're they're this is this is this is. This is my point about this. They're <laughs> fucked. That's it. They're <laughs> fucked at this point. They're fucked. They screwed it up. They're done because they already have. But you can always. They forgot to do it right. But they, you can so now they're doing it wrong. Yeah, they did it wrong from the beginning. They're continuing <laughs> to do it wrong. And at this point, they're what they need to do. This is my this is my solution for them. Thing? No, just okay. stop telling telling the public when you're next because right now, as a public, we know how much we know what's coming out into 2020. Yes, go dark. 2025. They released a movie coming out in 2024 that I want to talk about. Okay, but, but that's my point is that they got that's all these movies lined the up that they're, that they're going to, that, they, that they've told the people. And they them. obviously don't have scripts, and it's a huge goddamn problem. That's my point is. Yes, I'm with you 100%. Get off the grid. Stay quiet. Get off the grid. What a great figure way to out, express that. Figure out what you're going to figure out. You know damn well they're not going to do plan. that with Marvel being a beast. I know, but that's the, that's the only, See, that's that's the the only solution that I can think of. They allow themselves to be spooked by Marvel and it's too bad because DC heroes are just as compelling as Marvel and they are. heroes. And, and, and honest, but like, they, they don't have to make their dollar today to match Marvel's dollar. They can me, wait and get their dollar together. But they have instant gratification problems. Not, not even DC or Marvel, but in the universe. Yeah. Everybody knows which Batman. means everyone which means everyone will come to that movie when they release it they could have <laughs> waited until they had their shit together a little better because it sounds movie. epic it's and also epic. by by the way make a good trailer because that trailer was garbage i didn't go because mm. the trailer sucked but, but the, the, Jack, the, part of the trailer showed every good part of the movie it was really yes and, and that's we, not a, that is not a good trailer. Like to I was me. telling D Ray, the thing that really killed me about the, the Batman vs Superman was all the great scenes by mm-hmm. Batman. Mm-hmm. All the great scenes by Batman literally were almost CGI. That's yeah, and not, I, not I, not I don't like that either. Not even literally, almost they were CGI. Yeah, all the jumping around, the fighting was CGI. All the Batman was always supposed to anti shout out to Spider, the old Spider Man franchise, which has the same problem. Yep. Yeah. All the all the, the, all the real one. Ben yeah, Affleck yeah. scenes. Batman wasn't suave. Batman wasn't a ladies man. Batman wasn't ben a party Affleck's guy. So that Batman seemed no. he seemed jaded. He's he getting seemed his own hurt. movie. He seemed he seemed he seemed like he's already been in Batman for so long that he shouldn't be Batman. He wasn't old. Like, yeah, it was just wrong. I like yeah. And I like, I enjoyed Ben Affleck other times, but this no. yeah. In the town, he was amazing. Yeah, and the, town, a great movie. the town is so good. Me, a good movie. He would have been yeah. a good Batman if. If, if they were trying to transition Batman to Robin or Batman yes, Beyond. Because ben Affleck is totally Robin. Like, I, I just feel no, like they didn't I, ask anybody. I'll even give him Batman, but I'll give him old Batman. I'll give him Batman wanting to retire. Do you remember Busted-ass, cranky-ass Batman. Yes, yeah, you remember when, when Batman want, did the whole Batman Beyond concept and had the new future Batman? Like, if, if Ben Affleck played that with the same kind of 
tenacity to now, I could see him. He was jaded. He was crappy. He wasn't into women. He wasn't really a philanthropist. He wasn't out there partying. He was the he old was post peak. He yeah. was post peak. He was a great. I'm ready to retire, Batman. But mm-hmm. prime, the beginning of the Justice League. The beginning of seeing meta humans at his height. Yeah. No, I hear you what you're saying. There's a either. conflict. There's yeah. a conflict with it. Yeah. All right. Let's stop bashing Batman versus Superman. X-Men, X-Men, X-Men. X-Men. Okay. X-Men Apocalypse. I'll leave it to you. And y'all. then I'll join you in a second. And then we'll have Civil War. What you all been waiting for. Even though we already have a podcast on Civil War, you should check it out. It was very good. Best movie of the year. I listened to it, guys. It oh, thank, you, it thank you. Best movie of the year. <laughs> so X-Men Apocalypse. Um, I was I was higher on X-Men Apocalypse than Reddy was when we first did the podcast. I don't know where he stands on it now, but my opinion has changed. Uh, my opinion like on it... New opinions coming through. My opinion on it has gone down, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. And that's kind of interesting because my... I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what, what I said on the last podcast, but all in all, my opinion has gone up a little bit after buying the movie and checking out some of the deleted scenes. And mine, and my 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 opinion did change. It did Why? get. I'll say it's. What parts? What what parts brought you down? What pro, what parts brought me down is a running theme with me tonight. I guess is the villain. You didn't like Apocalypse? I I liked. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the main villain. Um. He is, in essence, the first, the very first mutant. The father uh, of all mutants. And they kept that. That's one reason no, no, why I, I live I, I, I liked that. I, 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 like, I still liked the, the introduction of the character. I liked the, the original Four Horsemen and how they, how they showed his um, entombment, in essence, and his, his comeback. The, the, the problem that I had with it was the end. Um, <laughs> And it's is what what I brought up yeah. about uh, basically with Guardians of the Galaxy as Apocalypse is being as strong and as the first, the the, 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 the yeah basically the the father of mutants. To kill them all. I'm not saying that it doesn't make it does make sense that the Phoenix could kill him, but I just don't think that's the route that they should have went. I, I think they should have went the route or or even keep it the route that they did, but instead of having him die because he can control matter. That he just reforms himself at the, yeah he reforms himself, or maybe they'll bring it in in the next movie. I don't know, but that that would possibly that would possibly change my that would possibly change my my opinion about it because, but I even even if they do that, I still would think they should have put a teaser in to, yep. to for that um of of at the, maybe at the very end. Atoms and and matter coming together, but never forming an actual thing. Just 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 the the matter coming together, which can give you the indication. You can speculate that you know, is he's bet. coming back. Um, I because I, I do like that as well as the other thing that was a little dis I won't say disheartening was Magneto. Um, Magneto's change of heart, not change of heart. His yeah. hesitance. In in standing alone and 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 being his own man. Uh, How you mean? I'm, I'm a little that at the, towards the end when uh, Apocalypse was basically manipulating him to to create the magnetic field to destroy, destroy the, world. the world and create to to change the the matter mm-hmm. is in that world 
Magneto's never been the type to to serve anybody. Be a bandwagoner, right? So yeah. I, I can understand him taking help to achieve the achieve the goal he wants, but he always takes help from people that he knows at the end of the day, if things go bad, I'll I'll be able to take care of myself and they can't they can't really fuck with me. So that, so that that, that kind of changed my perspective because that's what I loved about the X-Men movies prior to this is how they always really maintain the relationship of Professor X and Magneto. Regardless of whatever else is going on in the movies, those two relationships and their 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 the core of those characters are always held on too strong. And I have to agree with that, which was I said was one of my biggest my biggest flaws when they chose the four horsemen because I always felt if you're gonna change the four horsemen, I would give you three things. One you should have changed the weakest character of all four, all the four horsemen. Which Archangel. And I'm going to be real. Even as Archangel, he's not that powerful. Two, if you're going to change who the characters are, why are you going to use Storm and Magneto, which have never been four horsemen if you go by the comic books, as well as Storm. I thought Magneto was. Storm, Magneto was never a four horseman. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was pain, pestilence, and all them. He was never one. And if you are going to use Magneto, if you, Magneto and Storm, at least change a little bit of their powers because... Who Magneto was, uh, not Magneto, um, Apocalypse was when he made you a four horseman. He changed you down to the genetic level. He changed your DNA itself, which is why Angel went from an actual angel-esque looking thing to a blue, evil, metal wing thing. If you really going to make them be... Well, in the movie, they didn't make him blue. They just had him change his wings. They did make him blue. They, they painted him blue later. You remember at the end, he was a little bit blue? He just had a blue uniform, bro. Okay, a blue uniform, that, which would still maintain his concept mm-hmm. of character being blue. But you change his wings. You change. You change him at, again at a subatomic level. But How, the, that's what I'm saying, though. They didn't. They didn't capture that in the movie. But I, I would say with the metal wings that that's kind of changing it a pretty. No. How is it, metal wings is not changing your cellular level. That I mean, can you went be from, from angel s wings to metal wings that can regenerate as well as shoot. No, they didn't show that it regenerated. All they showed was metal covering those wings. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay, even even with that. So thing, that's what I'm saying. It's just that just that's just it's it's basically it could be the same idea of with um the winter soldier. His arm is silver. He lost his arm. Yeah, no, but uh, he lost his arm, like, but it's yeah. he's it's, it's not he's still not changed sub a subatomic level. So is my point is the cellular level. Beginning, they didn't show enough of who Apocalypse was as the first mutant, the god mutant, the ultimate mutant of his control. The only time I truly say they showed his true control is with Charles. Every time Charles was introduced using his powers, they showed that Apocalypse had a whole nother level that Charles could never mess with. Mm-hmm. From when he first used Cerebro, Cerebro to try to find Eric, yeah. they showed that Apocalypse had him. He made him shoot all the missiles. Then when he kidnapped him and made him send a message because he was a tuner, mm-hmm. they showed the greatest concept of a tuner. I just wish they expanded on that because if you're a real tuner, you change everything around you. If you look at even regular life, a tuner enhances, creates, and changes what it tunes. But he only enhances a little bit your original power. When we think about Angel, he gave him metal wings. When you think about um, um, my, Storm, he made her shoot electricity when she wasn't able to do that before. My, my, my explanation for that would be he changed them only to the degree that he wanted them to because he didn't want them to get too powerful. It's basically keeping people in positions of power because you don't want them to get too but strong again, to overseas. But that's the fallacy. The apocalypse, apocalypse, when he changed you, and he changed you down to a subatomic level, he changed your mind. If you, if you look at the comic book or the cartoons, if you look at the 1990 cartoons, when he made Angel, when he made his apocalypse, he had mind control of you because that was part of his power. 
you if he changed. I thought that was that was uh I didn't think that was his power. I thought that was Apocalypse's power. And yeah, then Apocalypse no, no, Apocalypse. no. That Apocalypse had his power, and then that was the vampire dude. No, no, no. Okay, so that uh, was the one that controlled my. I swear, no, bro. You, you, I'm you're pretty about, sure. You, you, you're talking about um, um not, not Sentinel, uh, what's his name with the red diamond? Yeah, the that guy. No. No, he so he did a whole different thing. When Apocalypse controlled your mind, it wasn't it wasn't his direct power. It was his technology. He basically brainwashed you to be the ultimate shoulder that he can always control. Yes, he did. The Apocalypse. The reason he, if, if we even look in the movie itself, with I'm I, going based off the movie. Okay, based off the movie. So they they showed it because Apocalypse's technology was ancient Egyptian technology. If we look in the beginning when he was transferring his. His, uh, his consciousness. No, they said that, bruh. That you gotta rewatch it. And mm-hmm. this one, they, they said it was his power. Bruh, you gotta rewatch it, bruh. In the, the goal, beginning, no, they said, they said he unlocked. It's not, it's not his technology. All he did was unlock the power to regenerate himself for future. He, that's, that's no, it. And I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I'm mm. saying, I'm saying, compared to that, to who Apocalypse originally was, Apocalypse, to become the metal, the, the creation he was in the comic books and every cartoon before, was. Ancient technology that was given from an alien race. We later found out in the comic book it was the Shaira race. In this movie, they kind of alluded to it by showing it, but it was it was more on the concept that he figured out how to use the technology and conquer it. But with that, even if they wanted, wanted they, they they gave the Easter egg, quote unquote, to those concepts, but they didn't they didn't go into a higher level of it. But like I like I said, me and Alana, if you would go to the fans of who Apocalypse was. If we ever look, Apocalypse, he, he became powerful through his own mutant ability and his technology, correct? Oh, I'm, I can't. I don't know. Oh, you okay? No worries. Um, but that, that's how he became powerful. And, and the com- in the movie, they showed that, but they didn't elaborate on it. And I, I feel like if Deadpool does do what they said was his cable, because cable used that same kind of technology, if they do do that, then it would show the, the real reason why Apocalypse became so powerful. But that didn't. And I'll give you that. If you just go by the movie, it was all Apocalypse. But even it was all apocalypse. If you have the ability to change people's um, powers to that level and enhance them and all that crap, you have to have some level of control. And you you would never give somebody, I would never give you the power to do something you never had before unless I know I can control you. And they kind of alluded to that, but they didn't give him the complete control he used to have in the comic book. That's the, that's the reason why I had You can't issue. you can't cheat in your script. You can't. Yeah, like even without seeing it, listening to your conversation right now, like the, those cheats, they they don't serve the fans and they don't serve it as a standalone. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a, I disagree, but I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Because I think they did explain that, but not in the best way. Now that's now that's debatable. To suffice the fans. If you don't know the, the the history of Apocalypse, yes, it gave a great concept of who he was. But if you read the comic, if you watch the old cartoons from back in the day that most of us 80s... That's what I'm saying. From the from what I remember from the cartoon, bro, Apocalypse controlled Sinister. No, and Sinister. No. Sinister is a whole different dude by himself. Sinister's whole goal was one was one thing to make the ultimate mutant by combining Scott Summers. And the Phoenix yes, to make but the from human, what I remember, which was cable. from what I remember, Apocalypse controlled Sinister. Sinister did his bidding until the point where Sinister decided he didn't need Apocalypse to create his own race. He needed Scott and Gene. Or yes, but that was in the first five episodes. 
Not from what I remember. What I remember is it was a long time before <laughs> he decided because they rebuilt it later on in episode twenty three. But I don't was, know. It was I don't, episode five that they showed somebody that somebody fact check that and then do. leave us a comment because I I don't believe that. No, please do. I would you love need it. more people. <laughs> but no, no. Like I want if you look at the comic books again, they they show that apocalypse always had technology from an ancient race. I'm not disagreeing with that point. Okay, but the sinister concept. Um. Yes, they, they talk I believe. About in that movie, though, you know that, right? Yes, I know. Okay. But like I said, from what I remember, Apocalypse control Sinister. Sinister did his bidding, and that's Sinister is the one that actually had the mind control. From my understanding, is and like they did in the movie, is Apocalypse did have control. He didn't. He manipulated people. He made the four horsemen believe. That they needed him, so that's why they protected uh, him as as viciously as they did at the, the end to their the sacrificing books. their death. So, and then Sinister is the one that controlled the rest of them okay. by okay. actually manipulating the, their minds. If we go by the old cartoon, I want you to think of something quick. Do you remember back in the day when um, they made Archangel to Archangel? Mm-hmm. There, was, there was an episode where Archangel was fighting the X-Men, the whole Rogue and mm-hmm. all of them, et cetera, et cetera. Firstly trying to defend freaking Apocalypse until Rogue took off her glove. Grabbed um, Archangel by the hand, uh, by the face, and then as she grabbed Archangel, she took some of her, like she does, his mm. power as well as concept. She turned blue, and then when she came out of it, first Archangel was no longer willing to protect um, um, Apocalypse because some of the mind controls were off, as well as she was able to see all the stuff that Apocalypse did to completely control Angel. I remember that part. I don't remember them showing. Apocalypse doing what I remember again is Sinister is Apocalypse going to Sinister and saying, basically, I need you to get him back. That's how I remember it. But with that being said, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I'm misremembering, or you misremembering. Somebody here is misremembering. Maybe it's both. But anyways, now we're finally gonna get to Civil War. Civil War. And that's a wrap because we've been talking for a minute, guys. So I know we don't want to keep you too long. So I, I love D Ray right now because D Ray has Civil War on in the background while while we have this. Podcast. It's just so good. It's, it's 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 literally the best. It's I we mean me and D Ray talk about my ranking of movies and Civil War right now is probably number one. It really is probably number one. It was be- it's beautifully done. Yeah. Great introduction of new characters. Without doubt, you had Spider-Man. You had look you at had, him right here. Uh, He's on the screen you right had now. Freaking, um, um, Black Panther. They get they fleshed out the backstory why each one of them were involved, how they came involved, their power, their ability. Spider-Man was the only Spider-Man I loved. He was the asshole. I can beat you anytime. You know, I'm I'm really excited because I'm a newbie. He he was Spider-Man. Like talking Toby, a huge game. Talking a huge game in. And still backing it up because Tobey Maguire couldn't really do it. The person that got to replace Tobey Maguire was Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Or Garfield. Or Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. He was Sorry. okay. He was closer to Spider-Man, but this dude—he's perfect. He's perfect, he's Spider-Man. Perfect. He's—he looks like a straight-up nerd, but he also looks like he could probably whoop your ass. He—he he acts like I don't know what I'm doing, but you know I can really do it. He has the jokes, the wittiness. He has the everything he portrayed was Spider-Man. And Black Panther came out on ungodly vibranium beauty. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who's the actor? He's amazing. Oh my gosh. 
It is slipping my mind. Yeah. Um, but I I don't have much more to say than what I stated on. Did you guys talk about this? And right? Yeah. So I don't have much more to say about it. Uh, regarding Chadwick Bosman. Yeah. So, um, I, I thought, I thought the, the, I thought the movie was very well done. Um, the introduction of characters, it fit into the universe. How would you rank it to the other movies in the, let's just say Marvel. I won't even say DC, Marvel universe. If you had to rank it between one and 10, I don't even want to know the other numbers. Just what would you name it? Rank it. It, it would, my instinct, because I'm looking at it right now, is saying it should be one, but there's there's a there's a part of me that's that's giving it a tie to slash two because I, I really 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 enjoyed no no i really enjoyed that i can go back to that i don't think it was done as well but um x-men first class what about you i really really liked that movie i just i felt that they captured the relationship between magneto and professor x i think the the best that i've ever seen on screen for for me for me it's a one or a two, um, because my possible my possible um, number one that would put um, that would put Civil War in number two is I have a huge I have a huge respect and enduring enduring love for the first Captain America movie mm. because the original mm. transition of Steve Rogers is just it's it's everything that yeah. that 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 segment with Tommy Tommy Lee Jones mm. at the army base yeah. and like just. Like who, what is it? What is someone who doesn't have power understands what power is? Like that mm-hmm. that part of it has always stuck with me. I think it's beautifully rendered. The CGI they do to turn Steve Rogers into Captain America, or rather, what awesome. what they did to Chris Evans to, to make him to, downplay, to sell yeah. both yeah. of it yeah. was just an amazing. It was an amazing combination of CGI and practical effects, and I just it just kills me. So it's e- it's either one or or two. But the the reason why I have to give it one is because. Literally everything you just said, because mm-hmm. if we if we think of just this movie alone, mm-hmm. they had the greatest combination of actors. Yes, they had it's a, just outstanding. They had a great storyline. Yes. They had a great character development, mm-hmm. which is always a big problem when it comes to more Marvel in DC movies or superhero movies. Especially, especially with the number of actors and characters that they had in this. Think about yeah. how well they divided the screen time. Yeah. Nobody yeah. got all those people. It's right on the edge of too complicated. They just mm-hmm. they just hit it at the right spot with everything they were trying and, to accomplish. And they get you. They can kind of get you in the heart because I, I don't know about y'all, but when they really went into the real concept of Captain America yeah. versus Iron Man with both people, I have to say have the best intentions at heart. Hundred percent. It's beautifully emotional. It really Whose is. side are we on? You literally have to choose. Mm-hmm. Like that was actually part of the marketing. Is are you are you uh, team are Cap you or team Iron America? Yeah. yeah, and you can. It's it's literally equally valid on either side. Yeah, and that's there just, that's, there is no right answer. We don't see conflicts fleshed out like that in movies, especially not a, not a popcorn movie, and which is essentially what was Marvel's yeah, sweet spot. Yeah, and like, bringing Hawk, Hawkeye back, I love too. I have yeah. to say that too because he quit in the last movie. And then yeah. they have him coming back as like, bro, I really didn't want to come back. But because y'all had this issue, because y'all had this issue, I'm coming back. Like, I'm coming back just plus, for y'all. Plus, Civil War is beautifully situated in our own world. Like, this this scene that they have at the UN and the way that they're 
the like the idea that you would write a complicated contract for your for your soups. Like, like if soups really did exist, like you know, they'd have some bizarre some working orders. Exactly. Like so the way the way they the way they break down the conflict, discuss both sides. We've got we've got Iron Man, known capitalist, like you, like you know, like heart. There, there's examples of these schools of thought Democratic in our actual Republic world, and, and that just that just adds so much weight to the story. So like, yeah. it's is it a cute story that we can eat popcorn to? Like, no. absolutely, but. It's all. It also works on many deeper levels of art, and for that, it has it has my ultimate respect. I just it's it's a wonderful piece. And one really of the deeper levels it. that I really do love is is really going into Wakanda. You yes, had, you you had the you had a how great about an African respect. nation that's crushing it for a change? Yeah, I mean, we always when we <laughs> see African nation, unfortunately, even though we know it's not really significantly true, we always see them impoverished, sad, all awful, death, fat. Fat babies with flies around them, but when we talk about Wakanda, mm-hmm. it showed the richest nation not in that, not in Africa, not in that part of the world, but the world. Yeah, the richest nation yeah. in the world with the most expensive thing that the most expensive thing you can ever imagine. And yes. his whole suit is made of it. Which is why I love the concept where they're like, yo, you think you just, you have an arm or you have a shield made of this, but I have a whole entire suit made of that and more. Like it's And and there's like there's so much the even though we only see him for a brief time, um, the Black Panther's father, who was a statesman, mm-hmm. um there's just there's so much uh It's like, endearing. It's an they, endearing scene they, that they, they managed to they managed to motivate Black Panther with that short thing and it's so hard to do but the acting was beautiful the writing was beautiful like they just they used it just enough that we 100% understand all like Panther's motivations now yeah Yeah. that's that scene at the was it the embassy I believe yes with with, yeah when when he's when when uh, Black Panther's talking to Black Widow and then the father approaches and Mm -hmm. that scene is maybe maybe two minutes Maybe right. maybe two minutes yeah. of screen time, but like you said, there's, there's so, so much, much developed in that in that scene. There's one of Black Panther and um, and uh, Black Widow, their interaction, and where you can see the confidence that he has and the, and the at ease that he is with somebody that the world knows is an assassin. There's not many people you are, that that are gonna feel comfortable talking to an assassin. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing. Like and so not so that shows that he has some level of confidence and he understands his value. Yeah. And yeah, and, and so then the reveal that that gentleman is, is in fact And so the, the it, ex, it, it yeah, explains it ex, explains why he's so comfortable in those situations when he's talking to her and then that scene right after that with his father is so endearing the 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 soft touch that he has with the son at that moment is like oh gorgeous. Th- that as well as the line that he says about a person that doesn't necessarily want to be in power, but has to be. but but has to be and is duty and is so and is so duty. and so duty and so and does it so well, yeah. But has that hesitance, yeah. Uh-huh. And and yep. that that and but like I said, like we've been saying, that embodies the the idea that I had of Black Panther prior to the movie, just in the comics alone, and then to see that transitioned and portrayed on film so well done yes. was was exciting. And like we said, in such a short scene, which to me shows and highlights how well and thought out they are thinking about these yes. projects. But not just and acting. exactly not just on the basis of 
how it's going to sell, but how it's going to hit you, like we've been talking about emotionally, as well as rationally. Like, does and this then, make sense? The, the, the thing that also, they had a lot of iconic scenes that were from the comics and movies, and one of them is Black Panther scratching Iron Man's shield with those claws, as well as the mm-hmm. Iron Man, the um, Captain America, where Iron Man's using his pulsar brain, and Captain America's blocking it. Those are iconic scenes from everything. They were on the covers of comic books. Like, if they didn't do it, that's why I love Marvel so much, because they always give their fans what they want to see. Like, you would, you, you always think, like, it's not going to be in the movie. You're not going to see that concept. But Marvel makes sure they show that if you... Two levels, that, always. Always. The people who don't know, like me, and the people who do know, like you, and we're both loving it. And it shows you, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a cool scene. And then you have the fans like, yo, that had to be it. Mm-hmm. And Marvel always <laughs> yeah. makes sure they, they live up to their fans' ideals. It, I, there's almost very little Marvel movies that I can honestly say that weren't A or B quality. Where Green Lantern. Movie, they had to be good movies. So, I, I want to wrap this up. Go, since we now ending with Civil War, say say your piece about Civil War and then you can say your piece about Civil War and then there's one more thing I want to do before we um, totally continue. You got it. Really wrap this up. Go ahead. Okay, I'll make this quick. Um, I will say as of 2016, if we're, if we're looking at the ball or the level of what superhero movies should be, I'm not even saying DC or Marvel, but just any kind of superhero movies, especially if it's a collaboration of heroes, Civil War is what the epitome should be. If we're talking about That's the, the highest standard. level of any movie that should have a series of group of heroes trying to accomplish a goal in any capacity, your thought process should be civil war. Mm-hmm. Of how to integrate them, how to show yes. the graphics, the fight, the, the, the turbulence, the pain, the love, the hate, the the, 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 the conflict. Civil War hit all those. Where it made sure that fans as well as newcomers had everything they needed. Yeah. Okay. Um a similar similar um comment to ready like it's just so i don't i'm not a i'm not like a comic book nerd but i've come to be a huge marvel fan and it's because they write it the conflicts hold water they're they're um they're conflicts with which you can have empathy there's a lot of detail and then they cast actors that will really sell the story and they they just they take such care with the scripts and that's what i just want to say in general to Hollywood, like you can have the you can have a budget as expensive as you want. You can have effects that I've never seen before. You can you can take it to the CGI houses. You can make it look however you want. If you don't have a script, you don't have a project that I want to see. And that's why Marvel keeps killing it for me. They take so much care with the scripts, both both with having solid stories, solid narratives, having good, believable, engaging dialogue, and having actors who can sell it to me. So, like, if they're, if they're going to make them like Civil War, I will keep paying. Damn. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing else to add to that. I nice. Agree, I agree with that 100%. I think it was well-written, well-done, well-acted. Uh, they they edited it perfectly in, yeah. in the regards of, like I stated before, these are a lot of – it's a lot of actors – a lot of actors that have yes. that are considered <laughs> equal in their weight. It's like fifteen characters. Like yeah. it's a lot. That's a lot of characters wow. and a lot of sc- and not a lot of screen time. Let me mm-hmm. rephrase that: not a lot of screen time with a lot of action scenes. 
and for them to capture not just the action scenes but the the intricate parts between the acting scenes um and and i i just want to bring up this scene because we are about to watch or we watched it just a few minutes ago the famous airport scene the airport Captain scene America Civil War. exactly the 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 thing that highlights the 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 small intricate details is that one scene with hawkeye and uh uh black widow where it's it's a it's supposed to be an intense scene but there's still room for levity with um black widow and hawkeye saying are you going hard you know in essence like don't really uh-huh. <laughs> don't don't, don't yeah like <laughs> we're trying to we, we're we understand, yeah, we understand why we're here and we understand that we're having some issues we're, working some, the the we're day, literally working something out right now exactly we're a family and we're working it out <laughs> and, and that's you know I'll, I'll say this as a final thing and that's what I want DC to take from here when they use, take a lesson take, take a lesson several when they finally make you know Justice League a full movie because it was Batman or Superman not Justice League but when they make Justice League they need to take a page out of this book where they can introduce Spider-Man being a beast and coming in and still holding his weight while not taking away from who he was or any of the other ones. And not distracting from not the distracting. whole thing. Like DC has distracting characters, but could be great characters. I want them to use that Civil War mindset and make Justice League, and I think it would be a great movie. Okay. So, we've gone through all of the 26, well, I won't say all of them, but pretty Some much major releases major in there, yeah. Of the Best. And... <laughs> It, it seems like a consensus that Civil War is hands down the favorite of 2016. Without a doubt. I'd say so. Okay. Would you put Doctor Strange or Deadpool? Which would you put higher? I'd actually, I'd have to give it to Deadpool. I have to give it to Deadpool for like enjoyment. And like, do I want to watch it again? I want to watch Deadpool again more than I want to watch Doctor Strange again. And even though, even agree. though my boyfriend slash husband met in a Cumberbatch is on it. Like I, I have to... <laughs> I gotta respect what was done with Deadpool. And I would I would pick I pick Doctor Strange myself. Doctor oh, nice. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Okay. I hear that. Just because the Before. the the story, I just like the mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. concept of, of that is just more interesting to me than Deadpool. Uh, for me, oh, and true, that, like the ancient one walking the line between ally mm-hmm. and antagonist, exactly. Versus how you had an issue with the yeah. Um, I have to give you the same for Deadpool because I like Deadpool more because of the comedy aspect of it. Yeah, but I know I can watch Deadpool and watch great action and laugh. When it comes to Doctor Strange, it's, it's always great action, but it's not as comical. That's true. And it, but, but it's not there are jokes, but it's not. It's not, yeah. the same. It's not supposed to be as comical as Deadpool, so. That's the only reason Deadpool went for me because Deadpool is, as he would say, super Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that that exp- Yeah, I I would pick Doctor Strange on that one. Um, yeah, the rest of these for me it's, it's actually my ranking is going to be really quick. I don't have to think about it. Civil War, Doctor Strange, Deadpool, X Men, Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman, and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, after having this talk, it, it made it pretty easy for me to make my list. Crystallized. Yeah. I'm nice. I agree with you. Know, the only difference I have is a Deadpool versus uh, a Doctor Strange. I have to put Deadpool at number two in Doctor Strange in number three. And then I'll give Suicide Squad. And then I'll give, um, what is that crappy movie? Batman versus <laughs> See, I put X-Men over Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Where's X-Men land for you? Ready? 
Because, yeah, yeah, I would go Civil okay, War, so, Doctor Strange, Deadpool, so X-Men, Civil Suicide War, Squad, Deadpool, then. Doctor Strange. Suicide Squad slash X-Men are kind of tied for me because I didn't, I didn't enjoy both of them for very different reasons. And then I, I have to give a, a Batman vs. Superman as... I don't even want to give it in my top five. I want to give it in my top, like, 100 and make it 100. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, bro. It... Bro, me, it, it was wasn't. Worse, it was worse than Green Lantern. I was about to say I don't think it was worse I, I, than I Green Lantern. It, the, only, mm. the only, the only, better was it was the graphics, but that's a new year. No. The storyline I think was just as crappy. I can't. No, Batman Green Lantern. Bro, Lan- Bra- Lan- so okay. I mean, Green Lantern was horrible to me. Yes. Batman versus Superman was bad, but it yeah. wasn't horrible. Like I can watch. I, I know. Ne- I watched. I watched Green Lantern one time. <laughs> I watched Batman versus Superman twice. Okay. And I would still watch it again. I wouldn't Voice probably put hundred percent more than once, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <it> so, <laughs> and I would, I would w- be willing to watch it again. I, but if I just wouldn't pick it. Like if somebody said, "You got these two choices," are you going? No, I wouldn't pick it. But if it's on, I wouldn't be like, "Oh goddamn, put turn this off." No. Now Green Lantern, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go read a book. I'm actively on my phone with either of those. A book I don't like. I'm gonna read a book I don't like. That is mm. damning, ready. That is. Damning. I'll draw, watch drawing paint. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's that guy's name? That the 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 little scrubs and painting. Bob Ross. Bob Ross, yeah. I watched that album. Hey, but that's Bob cool. Ross I like that good. show. Um, <laughs> would you put? Wait, you saw? Did you see X Men? I didn't. Okay. I'm, you didn't I'm not up on my X Men. You seen? What, what's your ranking? Oh, it's, it's the same as yours, my friend, Reddy. It is uh, Captain America in the lead. I got to give a slight edge to Deadpool for rewatchability. And then I got to do Doctor Strange. And those, those are the three that I saw. I love it. All right. Well, that wraps up our uh, 2016 comic book movie review. Nice. Uh, we appreciate you all listening. We will uh, come back soon and do a just a movie review of uh, the movies that came out in two, two, uh, excuse me, 2016, um, non-comic book. We'll just all the movies that came out in the year of 2016 and uh, rank them necessarily, possibly, maybe chat them through, chat them through. Uh, we'll we'll try to condense it a little bit though, but you know, comics is a is a is a passion, so we we tend to be a little bit more verbose, um, loquacious. All those SAT words. Yes. Anyways, but uh, again, I do want to say thank you again for listening to another Stay Woke podcast. I want to thank our guests. I want to thank Reddy. I want to thank Miss Jane for coming in and you know, rocking with us for another podcast. And if you haven't seen these movies we talked about, at least give them a shot. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you think about them, what your rankings, uh, if you agree with me, if you agree with Reddy. And please fact check us. Uh, you know, we'd love to we'd love to be corrected on any facts that we got wrong, stated wrong. You know, we want to learn. So let us know if uh, we got something wrong. Nice. At least I like to know. Because <laughs> I think I'm right about that X-Men. But we'll <laughs> leave it there. I'll I, I give you one. Not Drax. Ronan the Destroyer. I apologize in advance. Because I was about to say, Drax is Drax the, on the good, good team. He's part of the, uh, you know, the team. Bad. I apologize. He lost credibility. And Ronan fact the check destroyer. him. <laughs> there you go. No, no. I fixed my own. I fixed my own mistake. Quick. Sorry. And we're out.